Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to 1001 Radio Crime Solvers Podcast. This is your host, John Hagedorn, and we want 1001 Radio Crime Solvers to be your favorite place to go to enjoy a great mix of vintage detective shows from the golden age of radio. The scripts were great, the action was hot, and even the old commercials are enjoyable. And now, another episode of 1001 Radio Crime Solvers is ready to go. Enjoy! In just a minute, today's exciting adventure will begin. But first, a word about salt one of mankind's most precious possessions. In early times, salt was considered so valuable it was used in place of money. But not even the rich man in those days had salt as fine as you can have every day just by asking for Cary salt at your favorite store. It pays to get this modern salt, for Cary salt is different. Cary salt is deep penetrating. Yes, sir, Cary salt is different. Cary salt is deep penetrating. It always carries the flavor because it's extra refined, goes deep down into the heart of food. Get carries tomorrow in the round white box with a bright red band, either iodized or plain. But now, the shadow. The shadow who aids the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret the hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Valley of Living Terror. Well, we made it, Margot. And just in time. Thank goodness, Lamont. I only hope our plane has enough gas to get us to the nearest landing field. Look down, Margot. Entire jungle village is covered with rubble and stone from the avalanche. It was nature's own way of wiping that horror from the face of the earth. Oh, it has been a nightmare, hasn't it, darling? I never dreamed when we took a vacation in South America that we'd be flying down there to the jungles of Africa. Well, I couldn't refuse Alice Turner when she asked me to search for her missing David. After all, David Turner is one of the foremost scientists of our day. I suppose the fact that you just received your pilot's license and she furnished this plane had nothing to do with your decision. <laughs> well, shall I say it did influence me a little? Oh, Lamont, I never want to go through a thing like that again. That jungle valley down there, the heat. It was like the whole world closing in on us. Well, we're out of it, darling, both of us. Safe, high in the air. No. Oh. You are not safe, Mr. Creston. Lamont, it's the native girl, Maria. She must have stowed away in our plane. Put down that revolver, Maria. I give orders now, Mr. Creston. Get away from those controls. Are you crazy, Maria? We'll crash. I want plane to crash to kill you. And Miss Lane. Yes, and the shadow, too. Shadow? Yes, I know you are shadow, Mr. Creston. Listen, Maria. If this plane crashes, you'll die, too. I have no more desire to live. 
Now my master, man I love, is dead. All I want is revenge. Step away from those controls or I will shoot Miss Lane first. <laughs> you would not like that, huh? Step away or I shoot. All right, Maria, I'll leave the controls, but only long enough to explain what a fool you are. Lamont, the plane's getting out of control. Put down that gun and listen to me, Maria. You don't know the true story of what happened down I there. I know the man I love was great scientist. You drove him to death. The man you loved was a charlatan, an insane, stupid pretender, Maria. Lamont, we're crashing toward the ground. Listen to me, Maria. I knew he was a fake the moment we talked to him. I knew it even from what you told us. We saw you there in the jungle clearing, watching our plane come to a land. Look, Lamont. There's a woman standing there in the jungle clearing watching our plane land. Strange looking. Almost beautiful. Yes, I see, Margaret. I wonder what a girl like that could be doing in this horrible jungle valley. Well, come on, let's talk to her. Well, hello there. Who are you? What are you doing here? I'm Lamont Cranston. This is Margot Lane. We are searching for a great scientist, David Turner, an American. We have reason to think he may be in this jungle. No. No David Turner. No American here. No American here? Yet you learned to speak English? I went to a school. <laughs> you went to school or did some American come here and teach you to speak our language? He is not here. Well, we won't mind if we search, then. Come on, darling. No. Don't move. Don't go near our village. All you will find is terror, I know. I have seen. Well, obviously, David Turner is here. You wouldn't be trying to keep us away from the village. We've seen the natives out in the air. Very well. David Turner is here. Oh? But he is not in the village. Our home is an old castle, just outside. Lamont, what's that? That is the voice of the mountains. Look high above this jungle valley. Those mountains, Lamont, they're like the gigantic faces of grinning old men. Yes, we have a legend here that says when the god of the mountains is angry, the great rocks will fall into the village and destroy all that is there. That's only a legend. No. It has happened once before. Is that the terror you've mentioned? No. The secret in the village is far more terrible than that. Now, will you take us to Mr. Turner, please? Very well. Follow me, Mr. Cranston, into the jungle. But remember, I warn you, I warn you of the terror that lies ahead. <laughs> We're getting deeper and deeper into the jungle. Are you sure she knows where she's taking us? I heard you, Miss Lane. I know very well where I am taking you. I don't like this, Lamont. Easy, darling. We'll be there soon. It's as though the branches, the bushes, and trees were closing us in a prison, darling. What's that? Tropical bird, I guess. But it's so big. Yes. The bushes, the flowers... Everything in this jungle seems extraordinarily big. This is a very fertile valley. All living things grow large here. Very large.
We are here. What is this place? There's no castle here. No. And you will never see our castle. It's a trap. Yes. A graveyard for you. I leave you now. You will try to find your way out, but there is no escape. You will never find your way out of this jungle. Wait. Wait, Maria. She's gone. Where did she go? This way, I think, through these big bushes here. Lamont, it's her. Something's happened to her. Some animal or something horrible must be attacking her. Coming toward us. It's not an animal. It's a man. Yes, Mr. Clanton. A man. Here. Let me go. You are hurting my arm. Very well. Let this be a lesson, Maria. No more such tricks behind my back. It's a good thing I followed you. Please forgive little Maria. She is so uh, impulsive, shall we say. I am David Turner. You apparently overheard our conversation. Yes. You have come to take me home. Your wife, Alice, asked us to find you. My wife. Oh, yes. Dear Alice. She's well, I hope. Please, Mr. Turner, take us out of this jungle. Forgive me. The heat is bad if you're not accustomed to it. I will take you to my castle home. And let me assure you, no matter what Maria has said, your presence here at this time is most welcome to me. Yes. Most welcome. Here are your rooms on the second floor of my castle. The heat seems to have followed us. Rest, Miss Lane. Stay in your room. Neither you nor Mr. Cranston are to leave until I need you. What do you mean by that? That we're prisoners? Oh, no. No, my guests, Mr. Cranston. But you are not to leave. What is it? What is this secret terror in the village Maria spoke of? Where are the other people? We four are the only humans living here. Look here, Turner. I don't know your game. We came here to take you back home. Instead, you shall stay here with me. What do you think you're going to do with us? Mr. Cranston, you wouldn't believe what I'm going to do. You have no idea how helpful you both will be in my work. <laughs> Lamont, what's the matter with him? The great David Turner acts like a madman. He's not David Turner. What? The man's an imposter. First of all, Margot, he doesn't fit the description his sister Alice gave me. His sister? I thought you told Turner it was his wife. I did. I tricked him purposely, Margot. You saw how he readily agreed Alice was his wife? David Turner was never married. You've never seen a picture of this man we're looking for? No, it was one of his eccentricities. He hated cameras. But his sister Alice described him completely. But if this man isn't Turner, where could the real scientist be? He's here somewhere, dead or alive, or this man couldn't have known about him and taken his name. Margot, there's one place he might be. The village? Yes. Notice how carefully he and Maria both kept us away from the village? He said we were the only humans here. What could be living in the village, Lamar? Well, I don't know, but I'm going to find out. He told us not to leave these rooms. You won't see me leave, Margot. It's not Cranston, but the invisible shadow who will visit the village tonight. A village. Yes, this is the same jungle village we saw from the plain. Here are the huts. <laughs> the shadow moves among them unseen. Huts seem to be more like nests, webs, some like mounds of earth. Seems to be no life here. 
Wait. Something is crawling out of one of the nest-like little huts. It's true. Creatures crawling out of the huts are no human thing. Now there are others coming out of nests. Out of the mounds of earth, out of the ground. There are dozens of them, hundreds of them. Inhuman, horrible creatures. This is incredible. This is the Valley of Living Terror. You, darling. Yes, Margot. What's wrong? Did the shadow go into the village? Darling, what did he see? Nothing, Margot. Lamont, what's wrong with you? Lamont, what did the shadow find out? Tell me. You've got to tell me. All right, I'll tell you what I can, Margot. There were creatures, living, crawling creatures, giant creatures, hundreds of them. Oh, Horrible, Lamont. What's more horrible, I think I know now why this man is keeping us here. Oh, no. Yes, Margot. Apparently, he's just been waiting for two human beings like us so that he can go one step further in his terrible experiment. We'll return to the shadow in just a moment. But right now, it's winner's time again. Here are the winners in the Carry Saw Contest for the week ending September 20th. The beautiful $100 17-jewel Harmon Gold wristwatch goes to each of them. The latest wristwatch goes to Mrs. I.E. Green of 5739 Clemens, St. Louis. She suggests that Carrie's table salt be used to clean nursing bottle nipples. Just shake a few grains of Carrie salt into each nipple, she says. Add water and squeeze the solution through the small holes. Sounds like an easy answer that has been a vexing problem. And here's the suggestion that wins the man's watch. It's from Mr. Albert A. Aldrich of Amity, Missouri. He solved the problem of mites in his poultry house by spraying the house with a strong solution of water and Carrie's salt. The mites disappeared, and they haven't come back. Congratulations to both of the winners. And folks, if you want to win one of these beautiful watches, listen for the easy contest rules later in this program. Meanwhile, remember, there's a fine Carrie's salt for every farm and home use. There's deep penetrating Carrie's table salt. Carries mineral supplement salt, carries meat curing salt, and many others. Always look for the white bag, box, or cotton with a bright red band. But now, back to the shadow. Lamont Cranston and Margot Lane, searching a jungle valley for a missing scientist, have been taken prisoner by an imposter who claims he is the famous David Turner they seek. Cranston, as the shadow, has just discovered that the imposter is planning to use them as part of his terrible experiment. Lamont, we've got to get out of here. Now, Margot, just as soon as we can find the real David Turner. But Turner's probably dead, Lamont. This man wouldn't let him live. Perhaps, Margot. Perhaps he's hidden him somewhere in this old castle, kept a prisoner as we're kept. I'm going to this man. He wouldn't tell you anything. I know that, darling, but I think perhaps the shadow might frighten him into a confession. What? What was that? My vase, my glorious Ming vase, fallen to the floor. The other vase, fallen to the floor. What trick is this? No wind to blow them off that mantle there. No wind, my friend, has touched them. Only the dead, invisible hand of a ghost. <laughs> Who laughed? 
Whose voice is that? Voice of David Turner speaks from the grave. Voice of David Turner, the man that you killed. I didn't. I didn't kill him. So you admit you're not David Turner after all. Very well. Very well. I admit it. But I didn't kill Turner. Where is he hidden then? Hmm, I won't tell. No one shall know until my experiments are completed. Experiments the real David Turner started? Is that why you followed him here? No. My experiments are different. Far more unusual than his. Why have you taken Turner's name? That is my cleverest trick. If my experiments should fail, I shall disappear, leaving the real David Turner here to take the blame for the terror spread in this valley. David Turner is dead. You're lying to me. Oh, no, no. I'd be a fool to kill him. I've kept him alive, had him watched over, day and night. Had him watched over? (laughs) Thank you, my friend. You've just told the shadow what he came here to find out. Margot, quickly, darling, get me a pencil and paper for my bag. What did the shadow find out from that man? A way to find David Turner and the fact that he's still alive, Margot. Here's the pad and pencil. Thank you, darling. How can you find Turner? Said he was keeping him watched over. Only one other person in this castle who'd be here besides him to do that. Maria? Yes, Maria. She must know where he's kept. Lamont, what's that head you're drawing? Picture of David Turner from the description his sister gave me. Shadow will take it to Maria to prove to her that this is the real scientist. You'll have to hurry, darling. Experiment, you mean? Yes. That madman might come back any minute. Hurry as fast as I can, darling. You do as he bids. The shadow can save you, Maria. Save me? From what? From the man you call your master. He's not David Turner, Maria. He's an imposter. He is David Turner. We have imposter locked up. No, Maria. The man you hold prisoner is David Turner, the real scientist. Look. Look upon this portrait. This is a picture of David Turner. Is he not the man you keep prisoner here? I don't know. I never see him. He's kept in dungeon cells. There is only a small slot in the door where I push food through. And take this picture, Maria, and go to the one man who can help you. No. Lamont Cranston will prove this is the real David Turner. No, no, Take no. Cranston with you, Maria, to Turner's dungeon cell. Oh. Compare this picture with the face of the man you think insane. Oh. Then you'll discover your master is an imposter. right, Maria? Is this the way to the dungeon cell? Yes, Mr. Creston. Stone steps to the castle, Stella. Come down then, quickly. I have brought you here only to prove strange voice I heard spoke lie. Be careful with that kennel, Maria. This dungeon floor is covered with straw. This, this stone door, that leads to the cell. That is little slot through which I give him food. Open the door, Maria. Where's the key? Door has no key. Only heavy bolts. Uh-huh. Bring the candle inside the cell, Maria. There, mad prisoner lying on the floor. I see. Look, Maria. 
at his face and at this picture here. Yes. You are right. Same man. It's unconscious. Wait, I'll carry him out. No. No, I don't let you expose man I love. Maria, come back in this cell with that candle. Maria! You trick me. Now I lock you in. You are the shadow, Craston. You trick me to bring you here. Wait, Maria. Ah, here I push this straw through. Slot in the door. More and more and more. And put the candle flame to them. <laughs> you die, Mr. Preston. You burn alive in prison cells with real Turner. World will never know my must die in the face. Why doesn't Lamont come back? This waiting is terrible. That experiment. I have a feeling that madman's going to walk in here any minute. I'm going to find Lamont. It's so dark out here in the hall. There's another door down there at the end of the corridor. I shouldn't be doing this, I guess. I'm getting further and further away from my own room. If one of those creatures is behind that door. Honey, the door's not locked. There doesn't seem to be any. <gasps> that over there. Oh. Oh, it's nothing but a patch of moonlight from that little window. I guess I'm letting my nerves get the best of me. No, I don't think you are, Miss Lee. Who's that? Were you looking for someone? What are you doing here? I might ask you the same question. After all, this is my laboratory. Laboratory? I'll switch on the lights and you can see for yourself. When I heard you coming up the corridor, I took the liberty of cutting the lights and waiting for you to walk in. Master, I cannot find her. Lame girl, not in her room. How did you get here? She very conveniently found the laboratory for herself. And just when we needed it, too. Where is Lamont? What have you done with him? You don't have to worry about Cranston, Miss Lane. Right now, I think you should be more concerned with our little experiment. Experiment? Yes. Look, Miss Lane, over there in the corner, just to the left of the operating table. A cage? What's all this about? In that cage, you will see one of the inhabitants of our village, Miss Lane. I think you can already hear it. I don't know what you're talking about. You will. When I remove the cover from the cage, Miss Lane. Now I undo the strap that holds the cover in place. And take the cover from the cage and let you see what's inside. <gasps> Now, you know, Miss Lane. Well, that's what Lamont meant. Those creatures in the dark. Quickly, Maria. Prepare the instruments first for the transfusion. No, no, please. Listen. Thunder. Mountain God is angry. Quick, Maria, do as I tell you. No. Lightning in the sky. God of the mountain will destroy village as he did before, as he did when you found me, Master. 
one person left alive. Do as I say, Maria. No, 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 Mark. We've no time no. to lose. I'm frightened. Very well, you little fool. The experiment will be completed by me alone. Stop this hideous experiment. The end of your world has come. The voice. The trick, Maria. The shadow again. It's Cranston. He won't stop us this time. No, Master. Couldn't be Cranston. He is dead in flames. It is God of the mountain. Yes, this is the voice of the mountain speaking in tones of thunder to you. You shall atone for your sin. No, I shall live. Live to create a new kind of race. Master, lightning has struck the mountain. It is happening again. Another avalanche. Yes, the rock mountain is falling. And a thousand other rocks will come crashing down into the valley. Swept by the rain, wind, and storm. Wiping out forever your domain of sin and living terror. All mountain is moving. Alive with falling rocks. Master, where are you going? To save my pets, my creatures, my life's work. No, Master, come back. You'll be killed out there. Hey, you fool. I'm coming to you, my creatures. I'm I've told you everything. That's exactly the way it happened. Now will you put down that gun and listen to reason? Lamont, the plane is going to crash. I left you to burn alive in that cell. How did you escape? I saw you trying to lock me in that cell with David Turner. I became the shadow and slipped out with you. You only thought my voice was coming from inside the cell. Lamont, the controls before we crash. Put down that gun, Maria. Let me save us all. Never. You will never tell the world my master was a madman and a fake. The world already knows the truth, Maria. Look. Under this blanket. The real David Turner. Yes, I dragged him out of that flaming cell with me and hid him here in my plane. Even if we crash, his body will be found. I've already told the authorities, sent a message over this plane radio. Oh, you have won after all. Lamont, grab her gun! Maria! Margot, you all right, darling? Yes, Lamont. Thank goodness you reached the controls in time to keep us from crashing. What about Maria, Margot? She's dead, Lamont. Oh, I'm sorry. We couldn't help it, darling. No, Margot. We couldn't have known that when she finally realized the truth about her master, she meant those bullets for herself and not for us. <laughs> Just a few minutes ago, you heard the names of two winners of gorgeous $100 17-jewel Harman Gold wristwatches. Yes, the Cary Salt Company is giving away two of these beautiful watches. One man's watch and one lady's watch every week. Now listen closely. Here are the easy contest rules. How you too may win. First, write 100 words or less describing some new or unusual way of using any Cary Salt product. Second, print your name and address on your entry. Third, mail to Cary's. C-A-R-E-Y-S, Carry Salt in Care of This Station. That's all, nothing to buy, no box stops to send in. You can write about deep-penetrating Carry's Table Salt or Carry's Meat-Curing Salt or any other Carry Salt product. Letters postmarked before midnight Friday will be judged in this week's contest and winners will be announced three weeks from today. The judges' decisions are final. All letters become Carry's property. In case of tie, duplicate prizes will be awarded. 
Remember, the man and woman who write the most interesting letters describing some new and unusual way of using Terry Salt products will each win a gorgeous watch. The address again, Terry Salt in care of this station. Mail your letter today. This story is copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications, Incorporated. The characters, names, places, and plot are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Again next week, the shadow will demonstrate that the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> Next week, same time, same station, the Carry Salt Company brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. Remember, there's a Carry Salt for every farm and home use. Look for the package with a bright red band. And don't forget Carrie's exciting new contest with two beautiful $100 Harmon gold wristwatches given away every week. Mail your entry now to Carry Salt in care of this station. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Now, the Carry Salt Company, producer of salt for every farm and home use, brings you the thrilling adventures of the shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. In just a minute, today's exciting adventure will begin. But first, do you pride yourself on being a good cook? Well, then guard your reputation by always using Carrie's round package table salt. Yes, ma'am. Carrie salt makes everything you cook taste even better. Because Carrie salt is different. Carrie salt is deep penetrating. That's right. Carrie salt is different. Carrie salt is deep penetrating. You see, Carrie salt goes deep down into the heart of food. It's extra refined, that's why. So Carrie salt always carries the flavor. Get Carrie's tomorrow at your favorite food store. In the round white box with a bright red band. It comes either iodized for added health protection or plain. But now, the shadow. The shadow who aces, aids the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, 
is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, Blood Money. In a dimly lighted cellar, four men sit surrounded by an imposing array of test tubes, ultraviolet ray lamps, and acid baths. Projected on a white screen at the far side of the room is a greatly enlarged reproduction of a $10 bill. The leader, a tall, emaciated man, snaps his fingers. The lights go on, bathing the scene with an eerie light. It is good. You are satisfied, Monsieur Bones? It is excellent, Darcy. Finest piece of counterfeit I've ever seen. Oh, merci. Even the federal agents will have trouble spotting it. Yeah, it sure is a lot better than the stuff we've been trying to push up to now, Bones. You finished with the plates for the 20s and 50s, Darcy? Uh, oui, Monsieur Bones. All of them? All of them. And they are perfect. And now, uh, may I go? Don't you like it here? You never worked with better equipment in your life, did you, Darcy? Oh, no, no. It is fine. The most modern, the most expensive equipment I have ever seen. But uh, I can go now, huh? please. I have my little shop, my, my own work to go back to. Very well. You can go, Darcy. Oh, merci, monsieur. Ready, Buster? Yeah, Bones. I've been dying to see a baby here still talks as loud as she used to. A sawed-off shotgun. You wouldn't use that on him, would it, Bones? You could be heard all over town. This room's soundproof, Rigo. Oh, no, 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 please. You said I could go. I will not talk. I all right, you. Buster. Oh, no. No, please. Do not shoot me. Please. Talk I to will him, say baby. Don't. Talk to him. Good Lord. Baby still talks as loud as she used to. And bites just as deep. Drag me all the way across town to Third Avenue for. Now, what's the secret? In the interest of improving your culture, darling. On Third Avenue? <laughs> well, if you must know, I want you to see some etching. Why, Lamont Cranston. In a shop, that is. Oh. <laughs> Matter of fact, here it is. I'm on Darcy. It's an old acquaintance of mine. Oh, that's funny. It's still locked. Oh, nothing funny about it. Read the note in the door. Back in five minutes. Yes, that's what's funny. I tried to get in here several times during the past few days, and that note's always been up. You think something might have happened to him? Darcy lives in the back of the shop. He'd be sick or something. Come on, darling, let's go around to the side door. All right. This door looks as if it were locked, too. Yes, it is. What are you doing, darling? A little steel rod ought to open it. There's a law against housebreaking, you know, darling. This is purely in the interest of humanity and friendship. Yeah, that does it. Come on, let's go in. It's awfully dark and dusty in here. Look at this. Furniture smashed, table upset. Been a struggle here, Margot. Things happened to the old man all right. What is it? Do you see something there? No. What's more important is that I don't see something that should be there. What do you mean? Over here. Look, Darcy's work table. He always had his etching tools laid out on top of it. There are none here. Is that important, Lamont? 
I think it is. Come on. Better get over to Commissioner Weston's office. This looks like a case for the police. Commissioner Weston. Hello, Margot. <laughs> I can tell by your face something's on your mind. What is it? I think we've stumbled on something that'll be very important to you, Commissioner. Is that so? Yes, a friend of mine, an etcher named Darcy, disappeared from his little shop on 3rd Avenue. His place has been ransacked and his etching tools stolen. Uh, the Bureau of Missing Persons is what you are, Lamont. You don't understand, Commissioner. This man was an etcher. He was an expert at reproductions of old masterpieces. The Missing Persons Bureau still gets his case. But, but you don't understand, Lamont. I don't think he understands himself, Margot. Here I am up to my neck, trying to run down a gang that's passing thousands of dollars worth of counterfeit a day, and he worries me about some little etcher who... Oh, I see. As I thought you would. Who'd be better able to handle counterfeiting than an etcher who specialized in reproductions, Commissioner? Uh, maybe. Now, these counterfeits are being made and passed by professionals, Lamont. This little amateur of yours wouldn't have a chance in that game. You've got some kind of a lead on this counterfeiting gang, Commissioner? Our men know pretty well where these counterfeit passers hang out and where the money is turned over to them. We've got every dive in town covered. Just a matter of time. Every dive? That's right, Cranston. When you're trying to catch a rat, you put traps outside a rat hole. Sounds reasonable when you put it that way, Commissioner. We think it's reasonable. I think the Commissioner's busy, Lamont. Yes, uh, I guess we'd better be running along. Okay, Lamont. Drop in any time. Bye, Margot. Goodbye, Commissioner. Goodbye, Commissioner. Well, darling? Darcy is mixed up in this ring, and I don't think we're dealing with the kind of low characters Weston has his eye on. No? No, I don't believe an ordinary crook would think of having an expert etcher make his plates. These men are smart. They won't do their business in low dives and hangouts. Where, then? I don't know. I think tonight we might do a little investigating. Sounds interesting. Where? Mm, Chandor, Maison de Chance, Barney's, many other plush traps as I can think of. But they're all nightclubs and gambling joints. Well, there's no law says we can't enjoy ourselves while we're working. Is there, darling? <laughs> well, Lamont, what's the lure of this place? That slinky blonde who plays the piano? Why, darling, how could you suspect such a thing? This is the third straight night we've come back here, and we only went to the other places once. Well, I... <laughs> here comes that slinky blonde now. You needn't be enthusiastic in your applause, Lamont. She's not that good. Well, I don't know about that, Margot. She does play divinely. Margo, you notice the effects they use while she's playing? The colored spotlight? Yes. Notice how it goes over the audience and picks out certain people? Yes. Nice effect. More than an effect, darling. I recognize one of the men it picked out the other night. Later, he went into the gambling room and won a large sum of money on one play. Lucky him. Maybe. The following night, I memorized the six faces of the people the spotlight stopped at. They all won large sums of money, all on one play. Oh. You see that fellow sitting over there? His name's Rigo. Police have never been able to get anything on him, but they'd like to. Oh, the spotlight stopped on him just now. Yes, and just now he's getting up from the table. Come on, Margaret, let's follow him into the gambling room. 
Get your bets down, folks. Get your bets down. Come on, let's have some action here. The wheel's hot tonight. Hey, it's this Rigo you were talking about, Get your bets down, folks. There he is, right over there. Now, let's watch him. Let's have some bets, folks. Still time to place a bet, Croupier. Yes, sir. Just about to spin it. Good. There you are. Well, all bets placed. Number 26 in red. 26 in red even. At 26... I guess that's me. Oh, there you are, sir, right here now. I, uh, I think I'll cash in, Croupier. Uh, which window? The end window on the right, sir. All right, folks, come on now. Get your bets down. It's a terrible moment. Stay here, darling. Yeah, I'm going to follow him. Get your bets down. Hello, Rigo. Huh? Who are you? What do you want? Let's go into the smoking room. We can talk better there. What is this, mister? In the smoking lounge, Rigo. If this is a stick-up, you won't get away with it. Now, what do you want? You're pretty lucky, Rigo. Yeah? Yeah. Won quite a lot of money on one play tonight, didn't you? So that's it. A stick-up, huh? No. Just I'd like to know how you managed it. Good work, Buster. You got here just in time. Yeah, I saw him brace you outside the door, so I followed you in. Who is he? I don't know. He was asking questions about how I won the money. This is Wallace. Yeah. Name's Lamont Cranston. Does that mean anything? Cranston. Yeah. He's a private eye, a friend of the police commissioner. We gotta take care of him. I'll get a hold of Bones and find out what he wants to do with him. We'll take care of this guy. Good. <laughs> How's your poor head, Lamont? It's not my poor head that's hurt. It's my pride, darling. Imagine letting someone sneak up behind me like that. Who did it? Did you see him? No, I just felt him, darling. We must be getting awfully close to something, Lamont. Maybe we'd better let Commissioner Weston handle it. No, no, not yet. He never believed that a gambling house was paying off professional passers with counterfeit in return for their own good money. It does seem pretty far-fetched, Lamont. It's not far-fetched, Margaret. It's ingenious. You see, in that way, if a passer gets caught, he doesn't know who his source of supply is. Just as I suspected, darling, the head of this gang is a very intelligent man. Yes? This is Buster. Will you arrange to have a little talk with that fella Cranston like you said, Bone? See that there are no slip-ups, Buster. Oh, no, Bones. I ain't going to do the talking personally. I left Baby to talk for me. Did you get the young lady's address? Yeah. And everything's all set up at her place. He walks to a door, opens the door for her, and turns on the light. Yeah? But tonight when he opens that door, Baby turns off the light for good. Come in for a minute, Lamont. I want to fix that cut in your head. <laughs> okay, Florence Nightingale. Oh, now where's that key? <laughs> I've often thought of inventing a portable radar to help women find things in those purses they can. <laughs> oh, here it is. Thanks. 
Margot, would you mind if I didn't come in after all? All of a sudden, I feel kind of shaky. I certainly would mind. That head of yours needs some attention. You're coming in. Okay, darling. I guess... We'll return to the shadow in just a minute. Now, here are the two winners of the Carousel Contest for the week ending September 22nd. Each of these listeners wins a gorgeous $100 17-jewel Harmon Gold wristwatch, just for writing the most interesting letters describing some new and unusual use for any Carousel product. Listen, the man's watch goes to Mr. G. Fred Prentice of Brookfield Avenue, Chattanooga, Tennessee. In his interesting letter, Mr. Prentice suggests the use of Carrie's table salt to prevent a thermos bottle from going stale. As soon as he empties the thermos, he puts in a teaspoon of carry salt and fills with cold water. Try that hint yourself and see how much pressure the next bottle of coffee takes. And here's the winner of the ladies' watch, Mrs. William H. Perry of Huntsville, Alabama. Her letter tells how to make a marvelous cleanser for galvanized utensils just by using one half cup of carry salt and one fourth cup of kerosene. Congratulations to both winners. And folks, if you'd like to win one of these beautiful watches, listen for the easy rules later in the program. Meanwhile, remember, there's a fine carry salt for every farm and home use. There's deep penetrating carries table salt, carries mineral supplement salt, carries meat curing salt, and many others. Always look for the white bag box or cotton with a bright red band. But now, back to the shadow. Aunt Cranston and Margot Lane, while investigating the disappearance of an etcher named Darcy, have run into a vicious counterfeiting gang. As Lamont opens the door to Margot's flat, the roar of a sawed-off shotgun fills the air. Lamont! Lamont! I'm all right, darling. How about you? I, I guess I'm on one piece, too. What was it, a bomb? It's a mighty close call. There it is on the floor behind that chair. A sawed-off shotgun. Oh, thank heavens it missed you. Look at the wall. Yes. Pretty lucky, Margot. It's a rather ingenious job of wiring. Fortunately for us, it slipped somehow. We'd have been blown right through the door. Lamont, I'm frightened. Since we've this much satisfaction, we must be on the right track. We know now the gang's trying to get rid of us. That's a lot of consolation. Well, what do we do now? Get down to police headquarters. Maybe now Commissioner Weston will believe this isn't all a figment of my imagination. <laughs> Hey, where have you two been? I'm trying to reach you. We've just found Darcy. What? What does he say? Where has he been? He doesn't say anything, and he's been in the river. A couple of days, as a matter of fact. Oh, I'm sorry. How was he murdered, Commissioner? Uh, a sawed-off shotgun from the looks of it. Not very pretty. So... Lamont, a sawed-off shotgun. That proves that there is a link. Yeah? Well, what's this all about? The gang tried to kill Lamont and me tonight. And with a sawed-off shotgun. What? Ah. Looks like you've made some enemies by getting mixed up with this Darcy. Probably one of them tried to get you tonight. Is the local precinct working on it? Yes, Commissioner. I got there right after it happened. Good. I'd advise you to lay low, Cranston. Of course, I could assign you a bodyguard. Look, Commissioner Weston, this is no joke. I'm not joking, Margot. I'm worried about both of you. And I know you can expect things like this when you don't leave police work to men who are trained in it. 
Uh, well, uh, maybe you're right, Commissioner. Maybe we'd better run along, Lamont. Yes, I guess so. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye, Commissioner. Take care of yourself. You know, he's not right, Lamont. There's no use trying to convince Weston of it. We'll have to follow this thing through alone. But how? Rico. He's our only connection with the gang. I'm going to find out where he lives and pay him a visit tonight. I think Rigo will talk to the shadow. <laughs> Hello, Rigo. Going someplace? What? Who said that? The shadow, Rigo. <laughs> Don't bother to look around. What do you want? Why are you here? I am here for the truth, Rigo. The truth about the etcher, Darcy. The truth about the counterfeit ring. I... I don't know anything about them. Who killed Darcy? I don't know. Who killed Darcy? Who, Rigo? It was... It was a trigger-happy kid called Buster. How did he do it? With a shotgun? How did you know that, Shadow? Who's the head of this ring, Rigo? Who gives this Buster his orders? Who's the brains behind this racket? They call him Bones. I don't know nothing else about him. Nobody even knows his real name. Where can the shadow find this boy? I don't know. I just take care of shoving the queer. We pick up the stuff at a gambling joint, but I, I don't know who makes it. O honest, I don't, Shadow. I think the shadow better pay a visit to this gambling place. No, no, don't do that, please, Shadow. Bones would think I sent you. <laughs> Fell right into the trap, didn't you, Rigo? So, he operates from the gambling spot. Okay. Okay, so he does operate from the gambling joint. But you'll never find him there, Shadow. He's got a hideout inside the joint. I've been in it, but I was taken blindfolded. It's a real stash out. It's a hideaway nobody can spot. The Shadow will find it, Rico. When he does, he'll see you pay for your part in this blood money racket. <laughs> Shadow, where are you? Oh, he's gone. He's gone after Bones. Then Bones and Bosco will know I squealed. I gotta get out of here. Fast. The phone... I won't answer it. No, I won't answer it. I won't. Oh. I've got to. Hey, hello. Rico, this is Bones. Bones? Uh, hello, Bones. Glad you called. Why? The shadow, he's been here. He's looking for you. He's after you, Bones. He's after you. Did you tell him where he could find me, Rigo? No. No, of course not. How could I tell him where you were? I don't know. But you've got to help me get away, Bones. You've got to. All right. I'll help you get away. I know a good hideout. Not even the shadow will find you. Well, Bones. Thanks. But you've got to make it fast. Fast. Buster and I will pick you up in five minutes. Don't keep us waiting, Rigo. Off onto that dirt road up ahead, Buster. Right, Bones. You sure this is a safe hideout? You're taking me to Bones? Don't worry, Rigo. By the time anybody finds you here, the case will be cold, ice cold. Yeah, the shadow was coming back. He said it back. Don't worry about the shadow, Rigo. He'll never bother you again. I hope not. This is the end of the road, Bones. All right, Rigo. 
This is as far as you go. What do you mean? You said you'd hide me, so I... Oh, no one would find you? Okay. No one will find you here. Now, wait a minute. What is this? You wouldn't kill me. I didn't do anything. I didn't talk. No. I know you, Rigo. I know you're a double-crossing rat. You talk to the shadow, all right? You got me wrong, Bones. I didn't talk. Don't kill me, please. Oh, now, don't be so selfish. You wouldn't be prize baby here of a little exercise. Please, no. Not the shotgun. Give me a break, please. Not that. All right, Rigo. We'll give you a break. We'll let you run for it. What? What do you mean? We'll give you a head start. Maybe you can outrun the slugs. Who knows? That's murder. Cold-blooded murder. I'm counting to three. No. No, don't. Don't, Bones. One. Okay. Okay, I'm going. Two. <laughs> three. Speak to him, baby! <laughs> oh. Couldn't run very fast after all. Could he, Buster? Lamont, where have you been, darling? I was worried about you. Playing hide-and-seek all day inside that gambling place, Margot. All day? I thought it didn't open until 9 o'clock at night. It doesn't. It's a little private investigation. He's trying to uncover the secret hideout of a character named Bones. And Rigo claims is the head of the counterfeit ring. You found it? Finally. It's a sub-cellar. can only be reached through a trick panel in one of the inner offices. I suppose that means you're going there tonight. Shall I tell Commissioner Weston? Yes. Just give me until midnight. Be careful, darling. I will. I think it's about time the shadow met this Bones face to face. Idea behind busting up the equipment, Bones. I think we better do no singing from the shadow now on. Well, I think we better cover up and lay low for a while, Buster. How about the quiz? We've unloaded the last batch. We'll hide the plates until we're ready to start operations again. By the way, you'd better run up to the game room and disconnect that phony wheel. Okay. You don't have to carry that shotgun with you, you know. There's nobody up there. I guess I just feel undressed with that face. Don't let her get lonely. Don't worry, Buster. I won't let her get lonely. When you come back, she'll have a message for you. Another double cross, Bones? Who said that? The shadow. Where are you? You can't see me, but I can see you. Sitting there with a shotgun waiting for your stooge to come back to his death. The shadow, huh? Rigo did tell you. He took that ride too late. So, Rigo's dead too, eh, Bones? I thought I'd get rid of him before he could put you on the trail, Shadow. Too bad for you I didn't. Because now you have to die too. <laughs> you can't kill me, Bones. You've got to see me before you can kill me. You only shoot in the back. Maybe I can't see you, Shadow, but this shotgun can find you. Keep talking. I'll locate you. Put down that gun, Bones. Keep talking, Shadow. Now that Buster's the only link to tie to Darcy's murder, you're planning to kill him also, huh? Now I know where you are, near the door. Your luck has run out, Shadow. When I pull this trigger, that whole wall is going to be sprayed with lead. Ah, I see the door opening. Time to get out, huh, Shadow? 
You'll never make it. Bones, don't pull that trigger. Bones! You dirty double I told you to drop that gun, Bones. No. You knocked it out of my hand. Look. Look, Shadow, I'll, I'll make a deal with you. And make your deals directly with the police now, Bones. Police? Yes. They're already on their way. I have an idea you'll soon be seeing an old friend of mine, Commissioner Weston. I know he'll be more than glad to meet you, Bones. <laughs> Would you like to win a gorgeous $100 17-jewel Harmon Gold wristwatch? Then listen carefully. The Cary Salt Company is giving away two of these beautiful watches. One man's watch and one lady's watch every week. Here are the easy contest rules how you may win. Just like the last winners whose names we announced a few minutes ago. First, write 100 words or less describing some new or unusual way of using any Cary Salt product. Second, print your name and address on your entry. Third, mail to Cary, C-A-R-E-Y-S, Cary Salt and Care of This Station. That's all. Nothing to buy. No box stops to send in. You can write about deep penetrating Cary's table salt or Cary's mineral supplement salt or any other Cary Salt product. Letters postmarked before midnight Friday will be announced three weeks from today. The judge's decisions are final. All letters become Carrie's property. In case of ties, duplicate prizes will be awarded. Remember, the most interesting letters win. Yes, sir, the man and woman who write the most interesting letters, describing some new and unusual way of using any Carrie Salt product, will each win a gorgeous watch. The address again, Carrie Salt in care of this station. Mail your letter today. This story is copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications, Incorporated. The characters, names, places, and plot are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Again next week, the shadow will demonstrate that... The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> Next week, same time, same station, the Cary Salt Company brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. Remember, there's a Cary Salt for every farm and home use. Look for the package with a bright red band. And don't forget Cary's exciting new contest with two beautiful $100 Harmon Gold wristwatches given away every week. Mail your entry now to Cary Salt in care of this station. That wraps it up for tonight's show at 1001 Radio Grime Solvers. We really enjoy good reviews, so when you have a chance, say something nice about a selection of shows, or maybe suggest some to us. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.
Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.